most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody, welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster right here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazzaway in our studios in Farmington, Terry and Jimmy on location. And we bring the boys in right now. We'll first say hi to Terry Foster. What's up, T-Foss? I'm doing all right. A little cloudy day and, um, you know, just having fun in my little base. I'm back in the basement because it's a little, it's getting chilly outside now. I see that. I'm glad. I'm glad to see you back indoors. I don't want to see you get sick with Dr. Fauci on you. Oh, yeah, Dr. Fauci on the case. And Jimmy King, still uh, still in the what, hot sun what of Texas. What up, what Jimmy? What's going on up there? What's happening, Mass? What's happening, T? What's going on? You said you in the basement because it's cold? <laughs> Stop it. It's chilly outside. No, it's rainy, chilly. I'm it not is. going outside. No, no good, no good. It's a lousy day here. You, it's a where you are. Because convertibles and, and pool weather here. Hey, I had to shut my pool down yesterday on Labor Day. Ooh. I had to shut it down. I don't have a heater in my pool. The pool got below 70 degrees. That's it. I pulled it. The kids are mad, but I had to make the executive decision. Smart move. You know what happened here in Michigan? Um, we, we had a decent summer, and then once Labor Day came, it's like, psh, that's it. We're out of here. All the warm weather that's, just left. That's it's the fall now. That's why Jimmy's in Texas. That's part of the that's the, coming that's back. part of the change we're taking the Midwest. That's well, I've it. been back. <laughs> and I'm coming back. I'll be hey. back in a few uh weeks. Hey, I wanted to throw something out at you guys. A couple of weeks ago, Dan Patrick said there's gonna be football played in the Big Ten. They changed their mind. We're gonna play in October. Well, today on his show, he comes out and says I'm not so sure anymore. His people are telling him both Michigan teams, both Illinois teams, both Maryland and Rutgers as well, none of them are going to play. So now what do they do? He thinks now there's no football coming in the Big Ten. Maybe if they play, it'll be mid-November. Terry, I'll start with you. All right. First of all, I think Dan Patrick's getting dumped upside the head. Uh, he doesn't really know what's going on. Well, because, he listens to his people. Uh, well, his people are off base. Okay. Um, I, think, I think there is a chance they could play football. I mean, we're we're getting more of a groundswell. Uh, more people are calling Kevin Warren a boob. The um, parents are protesting. Yep. The players want to play. The coaches are saying that we want to play. Uh, you're not going to play Big Ten football without Michigan or Michigan State. You can go without Rutgers, you can go without Maryland, but you're not going to play a Big Ten football season if those guys don't don't play. They mean too much to the product. So um, I I kind of think there's a chance the Big Ten could play because, it, you know, the, the momentum is swinging that way and there's more protests, and the president even got involved. So we may see some Big Ten football, fella. Go ahead, Jimmy. You know, my, my guy, Coach Harbaugh, who's a leader in best, already came out and said they're going to play football in two weeks. So whenever they're ready to crack the court, let's do this and follow the lead. 
a Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Let's play some football. I'm just saying, um, since we started talking about it, the pandemic hit back in uh, the spring. Um, football, we'll see. We'll see when it comes to push and shove. Now you got parents um, pushing for a season. Now, you know, that's to a different degree. We we understand that we will hear coaches, coaches and uh, players and athletes who will want to play naturally, but now you got parents um, speaking now. So it's time. I think people have, um, you know, done what's necessary to get to this point. And so moving forward, we just can't be scared of, of um, you know, of, of, of really finding a, a medium so we can have the, the, the sports we love to watch and, and, and keep everyone safe. Well, I guess we'll have to see uh, how it shakes out. There are some teams playing. Last night, BYU played Navy on ESPN, and Kirk Herbstreet was there with Reese Davis. Chris Fowler was doing the tennis. So uh, these guys are ready to go. Monday night football's coming. This week, Thursday, NFL opens. NFL, the Chiefs and the Texans on national television. So football is full speed ahead. But college is so so still, Terry. I I don't know, man. I just don't know. I, college is not full speed ahead. They, they haven't had one team play yet that I'm interested in. They've had Memphis and Arkansas State, right. Army, Navy. Who cares? Uh, it's full speed ahead if the SEC, the Big Ten, or even the ACC are playing games. So that's that's what I want to see. I want to see some real football and not this makeshift stuff that they have on right now it's something at least yeah we yeah, have to you know what cba is something too but we're not going to watch cba games with the nba is playing well if jimmy was playing i'd watch it <laughs> yeah we know him. <laughs> <laughs> jimmy i know they're ready to play football where you are Yes. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, they, they've been talking junk about the Cowboys and all this stuff is driving me insane. All my friends are talking about, you know, this big season with whack Prescott. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> whack Prescott. You don't you like Dak? You don't like Dak? I like Dak. I do. I do like Dak, but I'm not riding with Dak simply oh. because if you look at his statements, it seems like he's flip-flopping. He's on one side and he's like, well, there's a place for protest. Originally, he was he stood against the protest. Okay. Now he's saying there's a place for it, but then he's saying not everybody should have a, a, a turn. Like, what is he like? It's it's all over the place. So, if that's his uh, message and mentality, I'm definitely not riding with him when it comes nut crunching time on the field. But do you think the Cowboys themselves are have a good team? Yes, they will, and they will have a great season because they got a new uh, uh, they they got a new fresh uh, shot of blood, which they needed. They got a new coach. They will have a new well adaptive system, and I think everybody's bought in and going to be on board and be excited. They have both a lot of talent on both sides offensively. The defense is now going to be motivated again, and uh, they're going to show up as as they should. Um, I mean, you know, you got a, a proficient offense that scores the 30s and 40s, but then the defense gives up 50 or, or high 40. So when that defense uh, buys in and gets on board, that offense, I think, is going to be even more proficient this year. Um, um, and it's going to come down to Dak. 
and um and and how he performs in in critical moments in my opinion go ahead terry you know what i i think for years that the cowboys have been jokes but i will say this in your defense they got a real football coach now they got rid of jason garrett who was Mm -hmm. um jerry jones butt boy and whatever jerry jones wanted to do so now let's see what the cowboys do with a real man in charge now and not jason garrett but I still think, you know, they'll probably finish nine and seven, maybe ten and six at the top. But I'm expecting many years. Well, my argument that I'm getting into down here is is between Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. Because they're like, oh, okay, Detroit guy, who you taking? Matt Stafford. And I'm like, yeah, I'm taking Matthew Stafford when Amen. um when it comes down to, I mean. You know, when it comes to, especially in the fourth quarter, when it's game time, I'm definitely taking Matthew Stafford. He's going to be able to make the the, the pressure throws and plays and put in position that you need to. Um, he has the wheels. He could get out of the pocket and run when he needs to. He's 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 more athletic, in my opinion, than people think. But um, it comes down to the accuracy and mirror to mirror. Dak may be faster. Dak may be more athletic. That may have uh, uh, may even have a stronger arm, but he's definitely no, not he as doesn't. accurate. He doesn't have a strong right. arm, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> no Matthew, right. But, but I'm just saying, like Here's I'm just trying to, to, do, to make the even. Here's what you need to do: you need to take Jerry Jones out to the corner bar, get a couple bourbons in him or some uh, rum some or whatever snack. he drinks. Ask him he's, he's who he guy. wants this quarterback. Zach Prescott or um, Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. And I'm going to tell you, you'd rather have Stafford. But you got to get a little buckberry juice in him first. Absolutely. Hey, and you know what? That's going to be my goal while I'm here. Thank you. You just put me on a mission. There you I'm go. A, I'm, a, I'm a former Jerry Jones, and I'm going to ask. Hey, Terry, fix your camera, man. You cut off the top of your head now. Move All your right, camera. Sorry. There you go. You're a little bit better now. Yeah. A little bit better. You're gonna get Jerry Jones drunk. Okay, I'm all for that. Yeah, no, I didn't say I didn't say I'm gonna get him drunk. I said I'm gonna corner him and I'm gonna ask him. I may oh, have a different oh, oh. I don't have to get I, I mean I get him. I mean I mean I have to get him drunk. I mean I have to get him drunk. Hey, I want to ask you guys something here. Bring it back to the Lions. This weekend, the Lions made their cuts like everyone else did, and they took a chance on their fifth round draft pick. Uh, Justin Huntley, Jason Huntley, and they cut him. But they wanted to bring him to the practice squad. But someone else grabbed him. The the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles grabbed him. So they lose him, and they re-signed. They go out and they get the veteran, Adrian Peterson, to come here to Detroit. Just over 1,000 yards he needs to pass Barry Sanders' record. And he could be in Detroit. Terry, I'm going to you first. Adrian Peterson is a Detroit Lion. Yes. Yes, he's been playing for 13 years, but he's a Detroit Lion now. All right, here's here's what I say to that. <laughs> I mean, he's old. They try to get you excited with names. I'm excited. They give you names. <laughs> As you're gonna fall for it. I'm excited. Uh, I know you already got your Adrian Peterson jersey. I got my, my 28 already. Look, dude, if, if this was eight years ago, I'd be excited. But all he is is fill in work. 
And um, that's okay. Well, so what? It's okay. He's still a very decent back. Not going to help you win. You don't know that. Not going to help you win. You don't know that. The two running backs that they have now are both injured. They have Kerryon Johnson, who can't stay healthy, and they draft DeAndre Swift, who's been hurt for the past three weeks, their number two pick out of Georgia. And they have Jamal Agnew, who was a you know a kick returner, defensive back. Now he's All a running back slash wide receiver. So that's what they All have. Right. If they were really, Maz, Maz, if they were really serious, if they were serious, they would have got uh, Fournette. They would have signed him when he was available. Good point. But they just – no calls, nothing. They let him go to Tampa. And, uh, yeah, it would have cost you a little bit more money. But he's a guy that yeah. can actually help your team win. Adrian Peterson is just a name. And what you do, what they do is they parade names in front of Lion fans. And Lion fans are so stupid. They think, oh, he's going to be the – We're not um, stupid. Adrian Peterson. We're not yes, stupid. Are. No, we're not stupid. Yes. We know. We know. Don't call us really? stupid. Okay. Yes, we know. We're desperate, you know? though. We're desperate. <laughs> There's a difference. Stupid and desperate. Desperation leads to stupidity. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Not all the time. Sometimes you may hit that 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 spark you need. Maybe he can uh, pull something, and he might be he might rewrite the chapter for old and veteran. <laughs> Running backs, we we all know how that ends. Typically, um, it, it's it's it is a name play. I just hope that you know we can squeeze as much juice out of them as possible. Okay, listen. There's a I read all the football periodicals. I read everything, and there's a lot of buzz about this Detroit Lions team. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's buzz nationally about this team. Now, Terry, you're gonna you're gonna crap all over me. You're going to tell me they have no chance. (laughs) Yes. I hear this every third year. There's buzz about the Lions. They have a chance this year. Oh, my God. Let let me tell you, a few years ago, uh, I was friends with Dan Pompey, who was a writer for the Chicago Sun-Times. Yes. This school predicts (laughs) the Lions to win the Super Bowl. I know. I immediately called him. Oh, poor guy. On the phone. I said, dude, what are you thinking? You just lost all your credibility. And he said, oh, T, no, it's going to be different this year. I said, I hear this all the time. I don't understand. You know, I think I just think people get bored with the Lions. They just say, you know, some year they got to do something. So I'm going to be the real smart guy, and I'm going to pick them on a lark on the one year they actually do something. When you look at this team, this team is still bad. It's got a bad defense. It's got a bad head coach. You're banking everything on Matthew Stafford. I, I think that's the only reason people think they're going to do something is because Stafford, uh, you know, missed a lot of last year. He'll come in with spit and vinegar all in his veins, and he might do something. But the team is still bad. You don't have good <laughs> leadership. Um, I'm sorry, man. It, you know – at best, at best, seven and nine. Oh, at best. I'm, with, I'm still, I'm still ride with the HP boy and Matthew Stafford, who's the come fourth quarter comeback king. He's proven it. Eighth, well, how many eighth? Uh, no, eight fourth quarter comebacks. 
most in NFL history. I still take my chances you, you on these you know why he has most, he has so many fourth quarter comeback victories? Because, because he was so bad. No, he was so bad during the first fifty-seven minutes of the game. He had the opportunity to lead him to one. Teams always play that stupid prevent defense. Fair. Yes, Matthew Stafford threw some interceptions. Yes, he tried to force this sometimes. However, there were times. Let's not forget where he put that ball right where it was supposed to be, and they dropped it. How about the times where he put that ball right where it was supposed to be when no other quarterback or only a few quarterbacks could have put it, and they dropped it? No, 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 no. We can't forget about any of those because those are definitely game-changing plays more so than you throwing it behind or over or whatever, because that happens. But when they put it right in that pocket and you drop it, that's something completely different. So let's not let's not forget about that and let's account for those too because there is a lot of those. So when we talk about Matthew Stafford, let's also talk about him getting his ear hole mashed in his face and he still got up and played. And how many times he was blindsided no. And got no. injured and came back and played without having happy feet. Leave Matthew alone. Yeah, Terry. So, in other words, you're admitting to me that the Lions blow. He has people that drop balls. Uh, the defense can't hold a lead. So, even if he plays above his head and puts the ball right in the basket, they're going to drop it anyway. Hey. This team is not. Good. This but, franchise but is not good. He's good enough to keep him in that position. That's all you can ask for. He can't win it to himself. He can't throw the ball and catch it himself. Terry, we he realize. He can't do a check down on this side and, and also check his, his blind side. He can't he can't do the strong side, check the weak side at the same time. Listen to me. Okay, I'll, an ex- I'll give you that. Listen, Terry and Jimmy. There's yeah, an extra yeah. wild card team this year. There's an extra wild card team this year. The Lions are going to be that extra wild card team. Mark my words. Now, is that extra wild card team going to have a losing record? I don't know. <laughs> they might. It doesn't matter. Okay. They still get if, in. If, yeah. If, if, if they allow seven or nine team in, then yeah. yeah, the Lions might might make the playoffs. The Eagles got in. Like. The Eagles were 500 okay. last year and they won their division. They Nate. Okay, that was a fluke, dude. I mean, Jimmy's uh, Cowboys going to be better. Now, uh, here's, yeah, here's well, what's scared that, that Cowboys Giants is going to be a it's going to be a nice little division. It is. It's going to make a comeback. The NFC East was always the best division in football. The last two years, always. it's dropped off. So it's going to make a comeback. But you know, we'll always. see. I think the Lions can contend in the NFC North. I think they can. I, I agree, man. Mass. Uh, I agree, Mass. Who do they got to beat? Always have. Look always, at the Packers. The Packers are going backwards. They're going backwards. The Bears are mediocre. The Vikings, so they're okay. The, they're, the, the Vikings are good, but they're not great. That's the division. The, the Vikings win this division by two or three games. That's oh. why, listen, it comes down to, that's why it's going to be a 500, 8-8. Eight eight. You know how it is. 
It's going to be games that they win on the road. It's going to be games you lose at home that are heartbreaking. It's it's the brutal division. It's tough. You see it every year. Even when the Lions are supposed to go in and win, they lose. When they're supposed to go somewhere and get blown out, they win. So we <laughs> never know. <laughs> and 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 I think this year is really just going to be entertaining. I think people are going to be are playing. It's kind of like the NBA playoffs. So some of the playoffs have been um, surprisingly, you know, better <clears throat> than I expected just because the guys were just, you know, hungry to compete. And I think we're going to see a lot of that um, when football starts. You're going to see guys playing out of their minds and, and, and people who want to prove a point because they don't know when they'll be able to or privileged enough to walk back on the quarter field again. Yeah, but isn't that every year? Every year somebody in the NFL is trying to prove a point. They don't have guaranteed contracts, so they have to play their ass off so they get paid. That's every year, dude, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every year, but this year is different. This year I think he's made people realize, um, you know, just how precious – your time is, and especially playing the game. If you lose – losing one year for us isn't anything as a fan. Losing one year out of your career when it may be a five-year career, yeah, that's that's 20% of your livelihood. That's a tough deal. Hey, Terry, I was reading the other day – actually, yesterday. It was the 40-year anniversary for one of the best rookie debuts in NFL history. 40 years ago, 1980, who was that back? Billy Sims. Correct. <laughs> ran, ran and uh, caught 217 total yards and three touchdowns against the Rams, and they went out to California and beat the Rams 41-20 to behind Billy Sims. And there's a guy, yeah. obviously, the knee injury got him, but he was absolutely electric. And I know you know a little bit more about him than I do. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people will tell you that Billy Sims was Barry was better than Barry Sanders. I'm not going there. He was Maybe different. Maybe he was a little bit more north and south. He was different uh, than than Barry. He, yeah, he was a different back. Yes, and uh, he didn't dance around as much as Barry. But now I still love Barry Sanders as a back. But me too. I, I'm just real curious. What would how would Lions history have been rewritten? if Billy Sims stayed healthy. Because back then, the ground game made a lot more, was more important than it is today. Yep. So um, I just know we had, for 14 years, Detroit had one of the top three backs in the NFL on its rock for 14 years, one playoff win. That's a shame. It is a shame. Total shame. And, uh, I was talking to Mike O'Hara, and he brought up this point. Did you know Billy Sims' stats are better than Gail Sayers' stats? But Gail has – he has the uh, kickoff and punt returns on his. And we all know Gail Sayers was amazing. But Billy Sims' numbers are better than Gail Sayers, and Billy Sims doesn't even get like a whisper for the Hall of Fame. Okay, I, I'm going to throw that one in the garbage barrel. Okay. Because Billy Sims, once again, was here for four years. He was here as a young back, and usually if you're in the NFL, you're a running back, 
the back end of your career, the numbers decline a little bit, and they're not as great as they could be. So if Billy Sims had greater stats than Gail Sayers over an eight-year period, I would buy that. But four years, nah, that's that's garbage, man. Okay, okay. I figured I'd throw that's it out at you. You don't, you don't yep. have to yell at me. <laughs> Yes, I do. You've been you've been you've been crapping on me the whole show. <laughs> well, because you know we're talking about the Detroit Lions, and you're an optimist, so <laughs> excuse I me. Get it. Uh, Sorry. He started off by saying the Detroit Lions. It's reported that the Detroit Lions will have a great great year this year. That's what that's what kicked it off. That's all I said, Jimmy. That's yeah. all I said. I hey, you two, you two <laughs> characters. I'm getting out of here. You got the next show on your own. So, you know, if you guys want right. to talk nice about me, that'll be up to you. All right? You know I got back you back, man. Thanks, Jimmy. Terry, don't move. You look good. Camera's looking good. Thanks. Jimmy, you're looking good as well. We're back with more King and Foster after this on NRM Streamcast. Stay healthy, everyone.